This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Daily talent, man. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. And we are off on a Women of Wage Entertainment Wednesday of the Daily Tip for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Coming up in the final hour, everyone knows how much I just love betting on the NBA, and I'm really good at it. We're going to pick out our favorite games on tonight's slate and give them a whirl. Since it is a Wow, Wednesday, we have to find out what Kate Constable is up to and what she's betting on. We will talk with the host of The Better Angle at 820. And finally, at 845, you know him, you can't stand him. Find out where the donkster is putting his money along with our best bets of the night. I'm Michael Jenkins in the nation's capital. She is Chelsea Messenger in Nashville, Tennessee. Chelsea, before we get into the NBA and what we like on the card tonight, I have noticed that you are starting to bet on college basketball quite a bit. And I have to say, right now, I know nothing about college basketball. I've got to start brushing up, got to start getting ready, because the season is here. It's already underway. How much are you following college basketball? Because it's not going to be long before I've got to follow suit. Well, I think I've bet on, what, two college basketball games this year? Woo! So I'm not sure Woo! if I have done, like, the full nosedive into college hoops, but I am getting there. I'm at least getting to the point where I am looking at the slate just about every day and trying to see, okay, are there any picks that I like? Because the thing about college basketball is usually the best plays are not necessarily the primetime mm-hmm. matchups and the games that you want to see. Usually the value is looking for, or at least for me, this is the strategy that I've used over the past few years, looking for good mid-majors. And when they're facing off against those blue blood schools, usually you can get some value on a team that's pretty good. Or teams that are not necessarily very tall and very physical, but if they can shoot the three, that seems to be the great equalizer. When you are playing a team that is more talented than you, if you can get hot from the three-point line and that team is not great at defending the three, Like that kind of balances the scales a little bit. And we've seen that in March Madness. So those are some things that I'm kind of looking at initially. And today I am playing college hoops, I believe. Also because we got to bet on something. And I still don't know if I trust the NBA on nights that are not the in-season tournament. But we shall see. As we go through these games, maybe there's something that I like. I think you can find something. 
I handicapped all these NBA games, so I'm hoping to eventually gather enough knowledge. And you know how it is, too, where now we're getting into sort of the meat of the season in the NBA, but it's always easier when you have a better knowledge base, you have more statistics, you have just a a more of a cauldron of information, if you will. Because early on, the NBA is so all over the place, and now we're starting to see trends maybe we can rely on. We're seeing which teams are stepping up, which teams are maybe falling back a little bit. So I think, I don't know if it's going to get easier because the NBA is hard anyway, but at the very least, we have more of that body of evidence which helps us make these bets. So let's give it a shot here, Chelsea, and we're going to start in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, man. Sixers at the Pistons. 76ers laying 11.5 points. The Sixers are minus 650 on the money line. The Pistons are plus 475. And the total set at 235.5. Are you going to lay a big number with the Sixers? Or do you think the odds makers have finally caught up with how bad the Pistons are? I think this game is unplayable just because the line is so big. And I don't mm -hmm. think I want to trust the Sixers in this spot. Uh, I have played them as big favorites before. And if we're talking about bad teams, they barely beat the Washington Wizards only a few games ago. They also had four days rest going into that game. So it just feels like one of those situations in the NBA where, yes, the Sixers should win. But does that mean mm -hmm. that they are going to win this game by 12 points? Maybe not, because uh, they haven't been great in that role. But if you look at the Pistons, they have been getting a lot of points. And it is no secret that they are one of the worst teams in the NBA. But even in that situation, they've not been covering numbers. They've only covered once in their last eight games, along with a push to go with it. So I feel like both sides you could probably make an argument for. Like, maybe you just say, okay, eventually the Pistons are going to cover a number. And the Sixers, you know, what are they proving in this game? Are they really going to play all, you know, uh, every single minute of this game with intensity? Probably not. So it does not feel like a game that I want to play. Should note that the Sixers have seven straight overs coming into this game. Maybe that to go. I don't know. Uh, doesn't feel like a playable game to me. Yeah, I'm with you. I would... I would, I guess I would lay it with the Sixers. There's just no way I can justify, even with a big number, grabbing the Pistons. I mean, I am certainly no expert when it comes to the NBA. I'm 0-3 this year when betting on the association. And if I can prevent myself from betting on another NBA game, Chelsea, I'm going to do it. In fact, I can't remember the last time I won an NBA bet on this show. It was last year. So I'm not going to start tonight by betting on a team, the Pistons, who has lost... They've lost, what, 85 games in a row? They are so bad. <laughs> Pistons are 3-8-1 and one against the spread at home this season. That is sixth worst in the league. Huge number. I would lean Philly, but I'm like you. I don't really want to play it. How about we go north of the border to Toronto where the Hawks are in town? The Raptors are laying, what, two and a half points here. Raptors minus 135. The Hawks are plus 110. The total set at 239 and a half. And whenever I see the Hawks, I don't know if you're like me, I just go to the over. I immediately look at the over, especially when they're playing at home. Now, I know they're playing on the road here, but the Hawks are still the third worst defensive team 
in the NBA when it comes to points allowed per game. And the trends are working in your favor here. The total has hit the over in four of the Hawks' last five games and in nine of their last 13 games against the Raptors. So I actually think this total is low at 239 and a hook. Let's go over in Toronto. I would be with you if this total wasn't so high. Because what are we looking at? 240? Because when mm -hmm. I think of Toronto, I think of a team that is more low scoring. Even though the trends don't necessarily suggest that. Over-under this year, pretty even. 12 and 11. Over-under at home, 6 and 6. So not really much going there. Uh, but if you look at Toronto and you look at Atlanta, neither of these teams are trending in the right direction. Atlanta has lost uh, six of their last eight, or six of their last seven, excuse me. Toronto, same goes. They've lost six of their last seven as well. So I don't know which side to take. I guess I would lean towards the over here. But 240, it seems a little high. But pause for a second. Do you okay. think these totals, like when you see a 240 now, does it have any sticker shock to it? Because we have seen some insane totals in the NBA yeah. this year. Like, I feel like I have to retrain my brain to look at these totals and say, okay, this is not even the NBA that we saw last year. It feels like point right. scoring is way up. Yeah, it's crazy. I, It is way up. And, like, look at the total for the next game. We won't talk about it just yet. The total in the Pacers-Bucks game is 258 and a oh. half. I, that's like that's insanity. So when you see two thirty nine and a half a couple years ago, you would have been like, man, two thirty nine and a half. That's a high total. And then the next game is almost twenty points higher. Please, we play some defense. Just maybe a steal, a stop. You know, a hand in a face. Maybe, a, maybe a hand. Unlike in the face. Draymond Green, though. Now, yeah, don't Before do the, the swinging elbow to the face in XT style. Don't do that. Just, uh, I was just, you know, just swinging my arm around. I mean, I know I swung my entire arm around on my elbow and hit someone in the face. It was an accident. Draymond, give me a break. It's These totals are nuts. So when I see a 258 and a hook in the next game, I'm like, you know what? 239 and a half isn't so bad. These totals, at some point, don't they have to fall back somewhat I mean, they don't have to, especially with the yeah. Hawks. Like certain teams, like look at the Pacers, for example, mm -hmm. because a lot of it has to do with the pace as well. It's not just the defense. It's the fact that these guys are getting up and down the court so yeah. quickly. And if you have a team that also has guys that are bombing away from the three-point line, like that goes into it as well. So it's not just, you know, the lack of defense, which certainly plays a role. There are other factors included in it. So I don't know, like some of these teams continue to score points and continue to play at such a, a fast pace that teams are forced to play at that pace as well. Well, let's go to this next game we were just talking about and alluding to the Pacers at the Bucks tonight. Bucks laying six and a half, the Bucks minus 250, the Pacers plus 200, and the total set, this is not a typo, 258 and a half. I got to tell you, I was looking at, different websites yesterday because whenever I do my handicapping, I look at a billion different predictions. Could be websites, could be mm -hmm. Twitter, could be something you say, could be something that Kate says, whatever. And I'm not going to name this website, but it was so funny. This is an actual quote. 
The Bucks' record against the spread is commendable. Wow. Well, thank you. That, that, I, I'm, I'm going to take Milwaukee, and I'm looking for a commendable performance tonight. And then I looked up the actual record against the spread for the Bucks this season. Not commendable. 9-13-1 against the spread. They are 4-7-1 against the number at home. I see a little money coming out of Milwaukee. I think the Pacers carry some of that momentum into this game from the IST. Give me Indiana in a commendable performance on the road. <laughs> I would lean that way as well, uh, taking the yeah. points here. The problem is when you have a total this high, six and a half points is not a whole lot. Like when you watch the end of these games, yeah, this is why true. I don't like betting on the spread is that you, you're you know, like three possessions away. Dame Dalla goes on the other end, hits a three. Uh, you're starting to sweat the spread here. So I don't think I'm playing a, a spread here. I do think it's worth a look. Uh, taking a gander at Giannis's player prop, it is very high at 33 and a half, but he has absolutely owned the Pacers. In two games against the Pacers this season, he's averaging 45 and a half points against this Pacers team that's had trouble defending uh, the big man positions and most notably Giannis. Last time around, he had 37 in that in-season tournament uh, mm -hmm. where um, they actually lost that game. But you can count on Giannis. Uh, he's hit some really high numbers over his last uh, five, 32, 37, 35, 32, and 26. So let's bank on a big night from Giannis here. Let's do it. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Oh, here's one that is interesting, Chelsea. I knew something was going on when I was handicapping this earlier this morning. Lakers are at the Spurs tonight, but the Lakers are laying only two and a half points. The Lakers are minus 135 on the money line. The Spurs are plus 115. Your total set at 227 and a half. Why are the Lakers only two and a half point favorites in san antonio one of the worst teams in the league well the problem is is that lebron is questionable and now ad is questionable but surely can't the lakers beat the spurs without those guys i mean probably maybe not i i wanted to because i thought this was going to be a monster spread i was going to parlay sixers money line against the pacers or pistons i should say and Lakers money line against the Spurs so you could fade the two worst teams in the NBA. But now I don't feel good about this because the two stars for L.A. may not even play. Yeah, it's a back-to-back. -back. Uh, what do the Lakers have to prove in this game? Nothing. Uh, feels like a game where they're probably going to be resting some starters. I was going to look at Wimby over his rebounding prop. That's something that we have seen him training in the right direction. And especially if Anthony Davis does not play in this game, maybe it's a good spot for Wimby. Line is set at 11 and a half for Wimby. But if you look at his boards lately, he has back-to-back -back games of 20 rebounds and 18 rebounds. So I think this is a gettable number. I think he's starting to find his stride down low. So without AD down there scooping up some boards. And again, you need to see if Anthony Davis is actually playing. But still, uh, Wimby uh, over his rebounding prop may be worth a look. Finally, Chelsea, before we go to break here, do you have an opinion on Nets at the Suns? Suns laying three and a half points. Suns minus 160 on the money line. Nets plus 135. Total set at 227 and a hook. I swear to God, Kevin Durant, 
Bradley Beal and the other guy, the big three. These guys have not not who's the other guy? I totally went Devin Booker. Devin Booker. None Devin of Booker. these guys have played together in the same game this season. Still, not even last night. KD was out. What's going to happen here? Why? I don't want to bet on this game. Again, the Suns no. coming off a of back-to-back. We don't know who's going to play. Not sure if they'll be motivated. I got a no play on this one. No thank you, please. As, as Maddie would tell us, because Matt loves his nets, you got to keep rolling with Brooklyn here. Best shooting team in the league. That essentially keeps the nets in any game. They're 6-3 and three against the number on the road this year. I'm going to take nets plus three and a half. And the way it is with Phoenix, I can't. Phoenix is a team I never want to bet on. Isn't it crazy that none of these guys, none of these guys, Booker, Durant, Beal, none of these guys have played in the same game. Here we are mid-December and neither of them have played in the same game on the court at the same time. That's crazy to me. Why would you ever bet on the Suns when you never know from night to night who's going to suit up? Give me the Nets tonight. I'll grab the points. Coming up next year on the show, let's get some better advice from the host of The Better Angle. Our friend Kate Constable joins the show on this Women of Wagertainment Wednesday. That is next on the Daily Tip from BQL, presented by Madam Jam. Welcome back to The Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. Give it to me, Double D. Yeah. I gotta tell you. If you watch us on Twitch, it is twitch.tv slash BetQL. You got to see Double D's blue beard. I mean, that bad boy. This guy is ready for Christmas. Have you ever done anything crazy with your hair, like when you were younger? Like when I was in high school? Oh, man. I, <laughs> back in the early 90s when New Jack Swing was popular, I had I had lines in my hair. Oh, yeah, I sure did on the side. Because that was a style. And some of my friends were like, you should do it, Mike J. It'll look good. I was like, all right, I'll do it. And sure enough, I did. And I bleached my bangs. And I had a couple lines the side of my hair. <laughs> and my friends, Craig and Jeff, they're like, it looks good, brother. I love it. And I mean, I think I have like a couple pictures of that. And that is just about it. Oh, we got to review for this double D too. And we got to get to Kate. What about you, Chelsea? When you were younger, did you just go crazy? Like you went goth for like a couple years or something? No, definitely not. I have tried to cut my own hair. Like that's the only, like maybe parallel. Uh, I remember I tried to cut my own bangs when I was in like maybe third grade. And it was right before school picture day. So I had like this wave on my face. Because of course it wasn't straight. Um, But other than that, like... I feel like I've been so focused on like sports growing up that I wasn't like super into my appearance. Well, Chelsea, it's never too late. You're still a young woman. You could double look at Double D. He showed that. up one day. Next thing I know, this guy's got blue in his beard. You got time. Next thing you know, next week, you show up. 
You're getting ready for NC State's bowl game. You got some red streaks in the hair. Forever young. Why not? No. Do you know how much it costs to get your hair done as a female and how much yourself. damage you can do to your hair uh, if you do these like wild colors? So, no. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, do you know how cheap it would be if you gave Blake some food coloring and let her go to town? <laughs> cheap. Easy. Come on. Mother-daughter time. You come in, you got some streaks. Didn't cost you a dime. Clearly, Jenks doesn't have kids. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Double D, get in here. Okay, come on in. I know you're dying to say something. Wait, wait, wait a minute. First off, my daughter chose this color, and I'm very happy with it. Secondly, you wanted you wanted crazy hair stories, right, Jenks? So just yeah. imagine this Double D senior year of high no yeah it was senior year of high school i graduated and i decided to dye my hair onyx black and then braid it what and then i had the flaming red goatee to go along with it yeah that's why i'm bald now were you a part of a biker gang <laughs> no were you in the hell's angels double d <laughs> no i just i was one of those guys this is you ask the reason why I did the beard. It's a hearkening back to the real, true who I am as a person. I always loved dyeing my hair. My hair's probably been every color in the book. It's probably why I'm bald now. I don't really care. I think I look better <laughs> bald now. Anyway, but I, it was it was a hearkening back, and I I do kind of feel a little bit more like myself now with the blue beard. Oh, well. Jack Frost. I love it. First it was Santa. Now I got a little frost on the beard. You know, guys, it is a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday, which means it's time to talk more hair care. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. Miss Clark. She fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. Oh, one of the favorite guests that we have on the show. We're talking about Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok as well. So, Kate, good morning to you. As you adjust your hair, it looks great this morning. I have to ask, have you ever done anything crazy with your hair or your appearance when you were younger and you just didn't care? No, because my mom wouldn't let me. I wanted to get, oh. I wanted to dye my tips, you know, the ends of my hair. All the girls had like just the tips of their, their hair dyed like blue or pop pink or something. And I really wanted uh -huh. to do that. And my mom was like, absolutely not. You are not doing that. I also wanted to get a perm back in the day because I love curly yeah. hair and I have very straight hair. Oh. Um, and my mom would not allow me to get a perm either because i guess she Permanent. did when she was younger and she was like it was it was not good so those are my two things i wanted to do uh it never came to fruition though thanks to thanks to my mother i think your mom was right though like looking back do too. you think her advice was sage i think it was yeah i also wanted to get my belly button pierced and she wouldn't let me do that <laughs> and now i'm really glad i didn't like yeah she stopped me from doing a lot of dumb stuff uh that i probably would have regretted but in the moment, I was pissed at her. Like, come on, mom. All the cool girls are doing this, and I can't be a cool girl. <sighs> Belly button piercings. I know. Does anybody still do that? Like, does anybody have that other than, like, Britney Spears? I think she does. 
I don't know, but when I if I ever see like a like a fifteen year old girl with a belly button ring, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're so young. You're way too young to have anything like that pierced, or like you shouldn't do it ever, right? And that also, was back in the day, wanting that. I will say, you when know? it comes to Britney, for someone who juggles knives, I think just let her have the belly button piercing. That's good for her. <laughs> yeah. Added to just the list keep her of with bad the belly decisions. Button. <laughs> no. Okay, I see on the rundown, Kate, that you have some Stanley Cup dupes. And at first, I thought this was a hockey thing. And then I was like, oh, no, we were talking about actual Stanley Cups. Not the Stanley Cup, oh. but Stanley Cups. So yeah. let us hear them. Well, I, I, the Stanley Cups are so popular, they started in the NHL. Guys are, are trying to win them every year, right? Um, no, yeah. so I was listening to you guys while I was getting ready. I have a Stanley Cup dupe, Simple Modern. It's like, oh. I don't know what, a Stanley Cup's like 50 bucks. This is like maybe 20. Same thing. Oh. I don't care about the name brands. I like it that it's big, either. it has a handle, and it has the yeah. bottom that can fit into your car cup holder. That's the only reason I have one of these. Otherwise, I say use use Yeti, use whatever you know insulated thing you have. But um, that's my that's my dupe for you. Simple modern. It's basically the exact same as the Stanley mug. It's just cheaper and honestly cooler because who wants to be like everyone else and have the same mug as all the other cool exactly. girls? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's like, is that Jinx a Yeti? A Cup. No, it's oh, a, yeah. other than, other it's than a Yeti. I got this at Marshall's. It's the same thing. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> okay, I guess we should get into some bets here. Net Suns, we were just talking about this in the last segment. And, Kate, I don't know how you feel. I feel like you are a much better NBA better than I could ever be. I am bad at the NBA this season. I don't know what to think about the Suns because I never know who is playing. So how are you going to play this game? Yeah, um, this is, I mean, yeah, the Suns are tough because their big threes hasn't played together at all. They're in and out of the lineup yeah. all the time. Kevin Durant sent last night and wouldn't be shocked if Beal is probably out tonight. He's probably not going to play back-to-backs to start the season. So to start the season, it's December 13th, and he is just starting his season. Um, I would take the Nets in this one. They're really good against the spread. Uh, best covering team in the league right now, 16-5-1. They're also covering 70% of their time with the rest advantage, which they do have tonight against the Suns. And Suns have only covered one of their last six games. The Nets are also coming off of a um, kind of, I mean, not kind of a, a blowout loss or at least a bad loss to the Kings. They lost by, what, like 13-14. Uh, but the Kings knocked down a, t- a franchise record of threes in that game. So I don't think Brooklyn is quite as bad as that game looked. They, got, they have a lot of scorers. Oh, wow, this line's also come down to two and a half. It was four this morning. Um, so I, I still think – I think the Nets are going to win this game outright. I would just take them on the money line. I think they are the um, in this spot with not quite knowing who's going to play for Brooklyn. And, you know, even if Durant and Booker are both in, I still think the Nets could win this game. So I am uh, – I'm all over Brooklyn tonight. All right, so let's look at some other games in the association. Next up, let's go to Pelicans and Wizards. We know the Wizards are terrible, uh, but maybe you have a good angle here on a side or a total. What do you like? Yeah, I'm just thinking that, you know, Zion, after getting called out in the in-season tournament for <laughs> not trying, basically, and, you know, just being slow and big and 
not in shape. Um, he put up 36 points in his last game. Like that kind of woke him up a little bit. And I think Zion's issue is like consistency. How, how many times is he, how many games in a row is he going to play hard? That's kind of the thing. But I think we get at least one more game out of him playing really hard before he kind of reverts back to his like, eh, kind of just whatever ways on the floor. So against a, um, against a wizards team, that is awful. I think New Orleans can win this one, even being on the road, and and Zion's kind of going to lead the charge here. So I would lay the seven and a half with the with the Pels tonight. We are talking with Kate Costable. She is host of the Better Angle each and every Saturday from four to seven in the East. You can catch her across the BetQL network, and she's still angry at her mom because all she wanted to do was dye the tips of her hair, and she deserved it. Okay, 76ers and the. Pistons tonight. This is a big number, but the Pistons have lost 145 straight games. So <laughs> are you going to grab the big number with the Pistons? Or are you going to lay it with the Sixers? 146 tonight, Jenks. Pistons are losing this one as well. Um, yeah. I, I would be fine laying the 11 and a half with the Sixers, but I also think there's ways that you could kind of make this a little easier on yourself and still get around the same number. Like, I don't know, maybe you bring, look at a team total for Philly. Um, I mean, Pistons allow quite a few points. Um, look at it and even like take an alt line on the team total and then take Embiid's points over or rebound, something like that, and kind of build the same game parlay to um, reach around even money. That's kind of how I might look at playing this game because yeah, 11 and a half, you, you get a backdoor cover, maybe the starters sit in the fourth quarter or something like that, but um, pair some things together and, you know, take a maxi points over and be rebound, maybe a couple players on the uh, Pistons to knock down a couple threes, but build it, build this uh, game with some alt lines to get around even money, maybe even a little plus money and play it that way. That's kind of what I've been doing early on in the season with some of these big spreads, just because there is a lot of unknown if how teams are going to play these games down the stretch if they are up big. Um, so building a little same game parlay is how I'm going to approach this one tonight. Okay, we were talking about some of these totals in the NBA are astronomical. Like tonight's Pacers and Bucks total is 258 and a half. But the way that some of these teams have been scoring, like we were looking at the total for the Hawks and Raptors. And at 240, last year we would have balked at it. But this year it almost seems, you know, run of the mill. What's up with scoring? And at what point are you willing to, you know, continue to ride the over on some of these teams, even with numbers this high? Yeah, I don't I don't really know what to think of these. I took the under on Pacers Celtics when it was around I, I want to say like 252, but that was an in-season tournament <laughs> game and that was part of the knockout round. So I figured defense might actually pick up in the fourth quarter. This one tonight against the Bucks like almost out of principle, I feel like I have to take the under, but I'm not going to play this because I've also taken the the under on on 250 totals with what was it the, the hornets and wizards earlier this year and got totally Ooh. burned on those so i i these are just kind of stay away for me because it is crazy 258 and a half I, the the players that played back in the 90s have to just be like out of their minds looking at these totals because we never would have had anything close to this back then um so yeah chelsea i mean i don't really understand totally what's gone into it i mean pace of play has picked up a lot more mm -hmm. threes i mean teams are either scoring at the rim or they're shooting threes there's not a whole lot of in between um defense for both of these teams is pretty much optional 
So you could you could make a case for it going completely way over. But I also think it's just so high that I almost want to look to the under just be, because that number is insane. Okay, before we let you go, survivor pool pick. I think you're on the same pick I am, which is probably the right call here. Yeah, uh, Matt and David are insane. Like, why make life harder for yourself than it needs to be? Why are we taking the Falcons and what? What's David taking? Like the Titans? The Titans. Titans over the Texans. Yeah, let's just just have a stress-free weekend. Take the 49ers to beat the Cardinals. If that doesn't happen, then then that's my problem. But uh, I have a feeling it's going to, so I'm going to take the safe play. 49ers, my survivor. Love it. She is Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle each and every Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Kate, we always appreciate your time and have a great week. Thanks, guys. You too. Coming up next here on the show, it is time to put the wager in wager team. Best bets, a visit from the doctor. Maybe we'll go off the rails and give some life advice. Who knows? Final segment of the show. It is coming up next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Let's wrap things up on this Wednesday. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Give it to me, Double D. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. She is Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Best bets coming your way in just moments. I think I'm going to go big tonight, Chelsea. I was debating it. Sometimes I feel like I, this is not the best way to go about things. I get bored. I just want a little action. And so I don't feel 100% confident in all these bets, but I'm like, you know what? I want to have some fun tonight. I want to wake up tomorrow and see what happened. My biggest fear is that I'll go 0-4. Maybe I'll go 4-0. So I'm trying to be positive, but I'm just going to go for it. You should. That's the thing. If you really like plays, go for it. Because the problem is, if you liked all those plays and you didn't play them and they all hit, wouldn't you be kicking yourself? Like, that's the worst feeling is when you leave money on the table. No, that's totally true. And that's kind of how I feel. I'm not crazy about it, but... Fine, whatever. I I always say this where it's like, dude, it's just betting. It's not a big deal. You have good runs. You have bad runs. But even then, you can tell yourself that a million times over, and you never just quite know. But, yeah, I see some plays I like. I'm betting two plays on two different games. So four plays total. I'm going to the ice tonight. I'm pretty excited. Why not? Before we get to our best bets, what's going on today? What's on the docket? What are you doing? Uh, well, I think Blake has gymnastics, but I need to double check because, oh. like, most places still don't have power in Hendersonville, so that sucks. Mm-hmm. 
but before we got to our best bets, I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was funny and also very relatable for us mm-hmm. on air. Have you seen Zion Williamson trying to pronounce lackadaisical? Have you seen this video? No. It's very funny. <laughs> no. Bless his heart. It's a battle and Zion did not win this. And this is like me trying to pronounce asterisk. I feel like I can never get it right. Do you have a word that has always confounded you when trying to pr- pronounce it? Oh, yes, it's rivalry week. Oh, I always say one. like rivalry week. Rivalry week. Rivalry week. Rivalry week. I have to say rivalry, <laughs> rivalry week. week. Rivalry week. That's the one for me. Every time it's it's rivalry week, and I have to try to emphasize it, and I don't know why. That's always been difficult for me. I think that's the one. That's the one phrase I've always struggled with. What about you? Well, that one's unavoidable too, because usually if you, you don't like to, a yeah. word, you can just say something else. But for rivalry, you absolutely have to say it. That's definitely in the books. Uh, mm-hmm. The city in Virginia, Norfolk. Norfolk. I don't like saying that one because it's pretty it's dangerous. Norfolk. Well, I, when I got here, I said Norfolk, but it's Norfolk. So that'll make it easier. It's easier like to say that way. That. I'm afraid so you're I'm going to mispronounce a name just because you don't like saying it. But isn't you that You know who the Lucy loves? Her favorite, like, her favorite teams are from Boston. And I know it's Boston, but I like saying Boston. No, but that doesn't have a cuss word in it that you could possibly say. Do you get what I'm saying? Norfolk? Uh, well, Sounds pretty close well, to something else. That's why I'm honestly, afraid of saying it. It's I honest Boston. to God have never thought about that before. <laughs> really? Norfolk. Yeah. I've never thought about it. Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. It's a city. It's okay. I mean, really, well, that's the way it's, it's got pronounced. An L in it. That's, it's right. There's an L in There's it. There's an L in it. Yeah. But that's the way it's pronounced. So I never actually thought about it that way. And now I am. Okay, well, that's just great. When I was in my first year of broadcasting, the number one rule I was told was just do not cuss on air. So when you have a minor league hockey team that's playing Norfolk, you're just like, say it right, say it right, say it all together, Chelsea. That makes me nervous. Norfolk. Ah, that's great. I'm going to start making you say that whenever there's something going on. I'm going to throw it out to you. And see if I can get you to say it. I guess we got to get to our bets here. Instead of almost but not cursing on live radio. Hey, coming up next to Becky All Daily, Mike Rutherford, who covers Louisville basketball at cardchronicle.com. We'll talk college hoops with the crew. And if you missed our conversation with Lucy Verge and how she deals with the haters, you can show us some love. Download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get it. Time to place your bets. Chelsea, give me a winner. All right, so we're going a little off the reservation here because I don't want to bet on the NBA. All right, so today's bet of the day for me is going to be in college hoops. I'm going to go with Longwood, minus two and a half over Milwaukee. Yes, the game that everybody is clamoring for. But we've already seen some line movement in this game. And I feel like it signals something when you see line movement in a game that is not involving two blue blood schools. But if you look at Longwood, they currently have, uh, they're tied for the nation's longest win streak. 
They've won 10 mm. straight games. If you haven't heard about Longwood, now you know. Uh, looking at Milwaukee on this one, the biggest question is if B.J. Freeman is going to play. He has not played since the end of November, but he is the biggest part of their offense. He's averaging 19 points per game. So if he doesn't play, I think that's why this line is probably moving. Milwaukee's offense is really struggling without their leading score. So I will take Longwood here to continue their win streak and cover a short number on the road here, taking a minus two and a half from minus 115. Chelsea, good luck on your college basketball picks. I'm headed to the ice tonight. Sabres Avalanche over six and a half. It's only minus 110. I like the Avalanche to win this game. I like the over as well. The Avs average 3.54 goals per game, and the Sabres offense can struggle, averaging only 2.9 goals per game. But both netminders can be a little bit leaky. Devin Levi and Alexander Gorgiev each have save percentages of less than 0.9. Both defenses allow more than three goals per game as well. I think we see a lot of goals in the Mile High City. Sabres, Avs over six and a hook and only minus 110. Lego. All right, so Jenks, you got a lot of plays. Let's hurry up and get to the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> All right, 8-Ball, do we like our picks today? I'm going with Longwood minus 2.5 over Milwaukee, which I'm sure our audience is very mature and will not be poking fun of that name. Do we like Longwood? Minus two and a half. A-Ball says, outlook not so good. Oh, no. Doesn't uh, like Longwood. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> right, so uh-huh. how about the Savers and the Avalanche over six and a half goals? A-Ball says, we need an answer. Better not tell you now. Well, I just said we need uh, an answer now. So let's get an answer. Yes. Ask again later. Great. Uh, you may oh. rely on it. Finally. <sighs> Thank God. Okay. If you want to check out the ball, it's easy. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. I'm going big tonight. Why not? Going back to the Sabres and Avalanche game. Avs, three-way money line, minus 130. I see some money coming in on Buffalo, but that's, I think it's because Avs are just a massive favorite in this one, and people are looking for some big plus money. The Avs are much better than the Sabres, and they have owned Buffalo in recent years. Avs are 8-2 and two in their last 10 meetings against Buffalo. The Avs are also 10-4 and four at home this season. Let's reduce the juice. Avs, three-way money line, minus 130. Now let's head to L.A. Jets and Kings, under 6.5, minus 140. I really like this game based on the trends and the guys between the pipes. The under 7-3 and three in the last 10 games between these two clubs. In the Jets' past 10 games, the under, guess what, is a perfect 10-0. Plus, you got two fantastic netminders on the ice. Connor Hellebuck, a goals against average of 2.45. Cam Talbot, even better, a GAA of 1.91. Kings should win a close, low-scoring battle. Jets, Kings, under six and a hook, minus 140. And I am taking the Kings on the three-way money line, minus 110. This is a good get-right spot for the Kings, a team that has been off since last Friday while the Jets on the back end of a back-to-back. The Kings have also won four of their last five games against the Jets. I expect another dub tonight. Kings three-way money line, minus 110. Let's win some money with the stick and puck. All right. 
Time now for your BetQL five-star best bet. For insight, analysis, historical trends, and more five-star best bets, you can download the BetQL app. Donkster, do you... Are your ears over your eyes because your headphones are on wrong? Oh, this guy, I can't believe he's my son. All right, give us a pick. Good morning, everyone. Pacers at the Bucks, minus six and a half. Alabama State at LSU, under 146. I've been crushing it this week. Uh, no, you haven't, Doxter. You are 0 4. Winless. I'm dyslexic. Uh, that's not an excuse. Don't don't do that, Doxter. Let's find out what's coming up next on BetQL Daily and bring in Aaron Hawksworth, a good friend. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? Good morning. I was thinking about it on Monday. We were talking about Pat Mahomes and his tantrum. And now it's like Draymond Green is a big story. <sighs> this guy's got issues. Like, this is getting out of control. I think he needs therapy. Yes. We need a mom for all of like the sports landscape, somebody to go around and punish guys for acting like toddlers. Cause that's what yes. they're doing. Like somebody <laughs> needs to ground them. They need to take away their screen time. I don't know what we need to do, but something needs to happen. Uh, but As Aaron moms, question of the deal day. with tantrums every day. Yeah. So the, like, let's, let's get this under control kids. Let's get a mom in there. She will have no excuses and get the job done. Question of the day, though. Do you own a Stanley Cup? Oh. I have a knockoff. Oh, good. I Yeah. Don't buy uh, into the hype. It's usually on my desk. I got to bring it next time. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I, I usually have it on my desk to try to get my water in every day. Oh, I have one, too, except I have the real thing. Now I feel lame because everybody has a knockoff. No, mine's a knockoff. I'll send you guys the link. It's great. Okay, thanks, thanks Aaron. Oh, I got him a, a fake Stanley Cup link at the end of the show. Perfect. Have a great show. Thanks for being with us. That is going to do it for us here on the Daily Tipper Bank. You all presented by Bed Jim. Don't you try to get in here, Donkster. I'm Michael Jenkins. She's Chelsea Messenger. We'll see you tomorrow morning. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.